Hey everybody, how's it going? I am Disha, your host. Welcome to today's episode of What's Brewing. And in today's episode, I have with me Kasturi Mishra. She is from social science background and is aiming to pursue a non-conventional career in this field. Hi, Kasturi. Welcome to What's Brewing. And I'm so excited to have you over here in the podcast today. Hi, Disha. Thank you for inviting me for your excellent podcast that you've started. I'm so glad that you got the time out for me <laughs> to record this. And I remember the conversation we had for the first time. So those of you who don't know, Kasturi is my cousin. And we met, I guess, like seven to eight months back for the first time. Mm-hmm. And it was such a warm experience for me. I am someone who gets really nervous when I see someone I don't know or I meet for the first time. And she was so warm. She got me a cup of tea and that's so cute. And we just got on a conversation and we talked so much about career, what she's doing, what I am doing and how did we get where we are. And that is the inspiration for today's podcast. I really want people to know what you are doing. So Kasturi, tell us something about yourself and what are you doing right now? Right. Currently, I'm working as a research assistant. It's a remote uh, position. And there's okay. this uh, online, you could call it maybe a think tank. It's called the International Scholar. Uh, okay. So I'm working as a research assistant with them in their Middle East and North Africa team. So what they do is like it's a bunch of uh, international students and early career professionals from all over the world who work on uh, research themes, they write articles, they uh, generate podcasts like you're doing and other such activities. And I basically help them uh, with that. Uh, But prior to this, I uh, I finished my master's two years ago and then I spent all of last year doing a a variety of internships and trying to generally upskill myself uh, to hopefully, you know, start a a great career uh, in the near future. Okay. That's interesting. Uh, Can you tell us about your college life and like, how did you decide on studying what you studied in your undergrad and your postgrad? Right. So I studied uh, political science for my undergrad. I went to Lady Sri Ram College in Delhi. And uh, for my master's, I went to the London School of Economics and I did this uh, very interesting but uh, funnily named course called uh, Global Europe, Culture and Conflict. (laughs) But uh, prior to all of that, since I mean from 11th I took up humanities at school which although here it's not that uncommon but still you know uh, in our family especially in the Odia culture it's still a bit yeah. uh, you know like uncharted territory to take up humanities yeah. and to actually continue it beyond school as well but uh, yeah. I think for me I was from the very beginning quite uh, quite interested in political science and history and all those sorts of subjects and that was it was like there was no doubt that I was going to study that uh, when it came to choosing a stream in 11th and uh, unfortunately our schooling system of course uh, breaks it down you know into three watertight compartments so it would of yeah. course be better if one could study a mix of everything but since we that was the choice at that time so I went ahead with social sciences and uh, following that I took up political science in college which of course it has been a great decision according to me because of you know the intention of studying anything should not be that you want to make a career out of it you should study for the sake of studying it that's when you really you know benefit from the subject and career is something that can always you know fall in place once you're at that stage so so that was my you know entry into the world of political science 
we we covered a wide variety of topics so you know in your in india in the undergrad program you look at things uh, as vast as international relations political theory development studies uh, regional studies a lot of um, theory ethics philosophy and things like that so in 3 years you really get uh, you know a potpourri of uh, topics under the wide umbrella of uh, political science uh, which then puts you in a position where you can choose that okay what what is it that i want to uh, study in the future or what is it that i want to work on in the future honestly even i agree with the idea of studying because you want to study something and not yeah. because you want to just make a career out of it yeah. and that's like like you said that's that is only when you make the most out of what you are studying yeah. so uh, you have done a lot of internships and <laughs> in the past 2 years you just solely let yourself be invested in doing internships right. so can you tell us a bit about how has the entire experience of you investing time in internships has really helped you in getting better or doing what you're doing right now uh, so before i sort of speak more in depth about the particular experiences of my internships a, a general uh, advice i would like to give to any budding social scientist or any budding student of any subject uh, especially in the indian system is that you should really uh, make use of your time especially in your undergrad so be alert from your you know from the beginning itself from your first mm-hmm. semester be on the lookout for internships or volunteering opportunities no matter what you do uh, or whatever how relevant is it, it is in the long run you should uh, take up whatever comes your way because not only is it uh, you know building up your profile in terms of you having done things but it really allows mm-hmm. you to explore a wide variety of things a wide variety of topics a wide variety of work environments and in so in the future it makes your decision easier about what is it that you want to commit to uh which in my case i started this process a bit late but i still benefited from it so i have no complaints uh but it's always good to start early so uh one of my uh, earliest internships uh which was more in line with, with what i planned to make a career in was uh at this organization called the center for legislative research and advocacy so it was very interesting because you know it gives you uh an uh, insight into the policy making and analysis process and um we were situated in the north avenue itself so you get a feel of all the parliamentarians around you and everything so it was a brief st- uh, brief uh, internship but uh, a quite um, enriching in that sense so uh, yeah. the next uh, three major uh, you know important and really really enriching internships that i did they were all last year uh, that is after i came back from uh, london after finishing my masters so the first yeah. was with this uh, organization called the association for democratic reforms uh, which actually uh, for most of us who read you know the newspaper particularly uh, things about uh, elections or uh, political candidates and uh, topics like that we might not e- really is it if we sort of uh, brush through our news but it's actually a very important organization because most of the primary data that uh, sort of goes into building these news articles adr plays a huge role in providing that data so i joined them at a very interesting time j- right before the 2019 lok sabha elections so i really really got to learn a lot apart from you know developing skills like uh fine tuning a report or making other subsidiary reports or transcribing a variety of skills but even in terms of topical uh matters i got to learn a lot um okay. then the next uh 
internship was with UNESCO in New Delhi, and UNESCO needs no introduction. It was again yeah. something um, uh, a new field for me. Uh, I was with the education sector, uh, and okay. new in the sense that, of course, it's something that's highly relevant to us all. And a lot of what you work on or study over there, you um, will relate to it because you've been a student in your life. But it's still new because I it's not something I had studied academically in my bachelor's or master's. So uh, in that sense, it was quite uh, an eye-opening experience. Uh, yeah. But this third internship was with the Indian Council of World Affairs, uh, which mm-hmm. is uh, an international relations think tank that comes under the Ministry of External Affairs. So again, great internship, not least because I got to focus on, um, you know, politics of the Middle East, particularly Yemen. And uh, this subject is what I want to focus on in my career and further studies. Uh, but even uh, other things like how to write a proper, uh, you know, academic, uh, not a academic purely, but like a mm. mix between academic and journalistic. So that's what a think tank aims for. So how to write okay. a paper like that, What, how to research it, how to, you know, organize events and just as a place, I mean, as an organization, it's a great place to meet a lot of retired diplomats, a lot of, you know, uh, sharp academics. Uh, so great environment. And uh, one thing that, you know, uh, in fact, many things that are sort of common to all these three internships or uh, any internship or volunteering I've done prior to that is uh, something that I would call transferable skills, uh, which is, you know, things like um, how to communicate, how to, uh, at a very basic level, how to manage social media, how to do promotions, how to organize events, um, how to write a report. These are some skills that I have learned from each of my experience. And uh, and I would encourage, in fact, people to, you know, take up things where, where they can learn, learn these particular skills that are uh, that are always going to be useful. Like, it's not something that uh, you need only for one particular work experience. These are transferable across any, you know, job opportunity or sector that you move to. Yeah, that's that's quite interesting. And that's heavy. Yeah, that's so much. And usually... People just go for, if they are studying engineering, they would just go for an engineering internship. Mm-hmm. If they are studying journalism, they would just go for journalism. But mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. people forget that it's so important that in a course we learn various skills. And it's so important for each of us to do mm-hmm. some internships where that one skill is, uh, you know, popping out or exactly. that one skill exactly. is the hero. And that's when mm-hmm. we polish it the most. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's mm-hmm. really interesting how you have given all your skills equal opportunity in the course of past three to four years moving on so there's this uh, course that you did in london and yeah, yeah. studying abroad is something that everyone is contemplating all the time either they should go or not if their course is suitable or not because even in india we have so many opportunities out there how would you suggest someone who's studying a course like yours or in the arts background like what are the pros of studying abroad and especially for non-conventional career choices. So again, before I elaborate on my master's experience, this is a disclaimer that I would like to give that uh, going abroad to study is not something that one necessarily has to do to succeed. We have brilliant universities in India as well. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't say one is better than the other. Each has its own benefits and negatives. But anyway, I did decide to go abroad and study. So I would like to highlight that. Uh, one 
a great thing about studying not just in the UK but you know generally in the West. Uh, one great thing that they have is that it's really um, a much more practical approach to education that they take. So you know how we. Uh, here we have been studying continuously since nursery like even most people who do phds here they uh, start from nursery they finish school then bachelor's masters mphil phd and they come out at their whatever 27th year of their life and they have really only been students since the day they were okay. born so abroad that is uh, something rare you would rarely i mean even in my in my masters course i was 21 years old when i joined and i was amongst the youngest student in uh, students in the class because everyone mm-hmm. there had at least you know a year or a couple of years of work experience they came with that level of maturity that level of certainty about what they want to do or how what they study will benefit their career so that mm-hmm. uh, that also reflects in the course itself because it's a bit more practical so they do, uh, they focus um a lot on like workshops or uh, interacting directly with uh, recruiters or uh, you know academics or attending a lot of lectures which are not academic lectures but uh, other like public lectures so i mean their whole design is uh, based on gaining knowledge from sources other than your books of course books are primary primary they are the most important so your readings or what your professors teaching you your lectures and seminars they are of course of utmost importance but they focus so much so much on going beyond that uh, on learning uh, you know from from the international cohort that you're a part of learning from their experiences learning from reading things uh, from here and there so that is something that uh, of course before before no uh, going there i knew about it uh, in lesser detail but it's still something that really appealed to me uh, it's something i wanted to learn from um and of course the general um the sort of learning and fun that comes from living in london that mm-hmm. was also a part of yeah. uh, part of why i wanted to go uh but yeah so with that in mind i had applied back then i think i applied only to the uk uh mm-hmm. and i was uh, so i applied for this course which was basically it was about the culture and politics of europe uh, mm-hmm. broadly speaking it was very interesting so it was very uh, in- interdisciplinary a lot of international relations security studies media studies everything combined uh, it was a relatively new course but uh, it seemed interesting so i applied for it and i was also at the same time looking at other more traditional courses like international relations uh, middle east politics uh, things like that and um, when it came to actually choosing what to take up i decided to take this up because of course uh, lse is a great place to be it's a great reputed college uh, but also because i felt like this would be this kind of interdisciplinary subject would be great to start with uh, instead of you know narrowing my focus at such a young age without any yeah. experience I, i mean any work experience mm-hmm. right so okay in the next segment i would like to talk about the non-conventional career options that social sciences can offer to students i mean in india people who are studying social sciences usually go for academia or civil services while making a career choice but the course and the internships that you have done are very non-conventional and the career path that you have chosen is very unconventional so tell us how did your experiences helped you shape it better and how did you decide on doing 
uh sure so uh, like you said the conventional options for for the social sciences in general is uh, either academia or civil services that's the one that people sort of know the most uh but there are many other um, upcoming or, or sort of non conventional career choices some of them are big in india some aren't uh but uh, for example one uh, that i'm i'm particularly interested in is is the think tank sector so um particularly my focus is on uh, foreign policy and international relations think tanks but there are many uh, which are uh, you know that focus on the development sector on civil issues civil rights uh, and topics like that uh, which is something uh, it is unfortunately small in india it's uh, limited to certain cities like delhi bombay a bit i think in calcutta and bangalore but it's still uh, up and coming uh but it's certainly a great a great um, sort of sector to be a part of because you're you're you know involved in knowledge creation you're uh, analyzing things and you know putting out your own opinion and uh, helping to educate uh, people in a sense and educate the policy making process um yeah. and to inform it which is uh, which is great uh then there are other uh, sectors like poli- uh, political risk analysis or uh, general risk analysis due diligence which is uh, sort of related to international relations and all which is largely what i'm focusing on but uh, i think these sectors are not very big in india as yet uh yeah. because in in the in the uk and in europe as well uh this is more common it's a bigger sector because i think they're dealing uh, with international you know clients or other countries is much more than india so um that's um, that's something that is there so these are two uh, major like sort of non conventional sectors that one could look at uh, but one thing that i would like to emphasize you know uh, if you want to go into this field in general but also any field uh, nowadays it's uh, one very important thing is to pick up new languages uh, so you'll see a lot of people nowadays picking up chinese i mean mandarin or uh, picking up french or other such languages that are common uh, the, this is of course if you go into the field of say foreign policy analysis and things like that then it is utmost important because you uh, of utmost importance because you need to know uh, you know the language of the region that you are targeting but also in uh, you'll see a lot of people getting into international business uh, they also learn languages because they want to be able to you know communicate better with uh, with their partner on the other end uh yeah. so languages are definitely another transferable skill that i would like to emphasize in in this general field of social sciences yeah true like uh i feel personally uh under the course that i did in my graduation we had mm-hmm. an option to do uh, a foreign language and mm-hmm. i took german and even though i cannot speak german really well but the mm-hmm. entire process of learning a new language and you know like literally when we start off learning something very new and we don't know anything mm-hmm. about it the dedication mm-hmm. to it is mm-hmm. uh, is more than other fields so at that point mm-hmm. of time when i was like, so dedicated in learning german that mm-hmm. gave me the inspiration to be as dedicated in other subjects as well so even mm-hmm. though your language might help you later or not i believe mm-hmm. at that point of time while learning you are going to put in effort in other subjects as well like other mm-hmm. chips or career or whatever you are doing so yeah that's exactly true. yeah uh 
uh, overall what i'd like to say is that uh, my experience in terms of themes and fields and uh, sectors that i've worked in has been very diverse which is not mm-hmm. always a bad thing you'll see a lot of people you know uh, doing it in a very streamlined manner that okay you study this then you do this and that's it uh, both have their own benefits there but if one is unsure about what they want to eventually focus on uh, definitely don't be scared of diversifying your experiences it everything that you do helps you in the end uh, if nothing you will learn at least one skill or one experience from each of your uh, you know opportunity that that will help you in the future so uh, just be uh, just take everything that comes your way and start early these would be my two big uh, takeaways that's that's really important kasuri and i i am so happy to have this conversation with you i really hope people get that you know if you are going for social sciences or arts you can go for all the non conventional things possible and i hope they got an idea about the availability of these options so yeah. thank you so much for being on the podcast today and thank having, having such me. a quality conversation right thank you for your time